you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. Week to week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure that is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. in the house tonight. Does anyone else feel victory in the house? Here's what I want you to do. I'm just going to give them one more time because I have a lot of notes tonight. But I want you right now, I want you just to link up with a praise partner for a minute. I want you to get out in the aisle. You don't have to come up to the front. I want you to get out in the aisle wherever you can fit. And we're going to unleash this praise one more time. And I'm telling you, if you need victory in this house, there's about to be a victory on this praise that's about to go forth. Come on, link up with someone. Get out in the aisle right now. They're going to lift their voice. I want you to go after it right now. I want you to shout in praise. Come on, this is the way we fight. Come on, you ought to dance in the presence of the Lord. Weapons we use on the box. Worship is worship the This is the way that we fight. We are praising for the Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and sing for joy. Clap your hands, make a joyful Blow the trumpet shout. We're praising for the victory. The weapons we use. Come on, say the weapons we use on our bombs and guns. Worship is the way that the battle is won. This is the way that we fight. Come on, let me see you fight now. Spain can't stop, can't stop, can't stop. Praising his name, I just can't stop. Praising his name, I just can't stop. Praising his name, Jesus. Say, I can't stop praising. Can't stop. Praising his name, I just can't stop. Praising his name, I just can't stop. Praising his name, Jesus. 
I wonder if you can dance without the music tonight. I wonder if you can leap without the song right now. Come on, there's victory in the room tonight. However you feel like worshiping him, just lift it uproariously right now. Whatever you want to do, I want you to lift up a praise to the Lord. Someone ought to pull down a stronghold right now. Someone ought to pull down a stronghold right now. Someone needs to pull down a stronghold in your life right now. I want you to lift your hands right now and love the Lord all over this room. I feel the presence of the Lord in this place tonight. Would you just love him right now? Come on, lift your hands and love him. Lift your hands and love him. Lift your hands and love him. of the Lord that's in this room right now. How many of you love them tonight? 
Come on, wave your hand if you love them. Come on. I don't want you to clap. I want you to wave your hand if you love them right now. Why don't you give them a wave offering in this place tonight? Come on, if you love them, why don't you let them know it right now? Someone just lift your voice and tell them, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lord. Thank you for your worship tonight. You can return to your seats. Amen. If you have your Bibles, we're going to go to Judges 15, verses 4 through 5. Judges 15, verses 4 through 5. I apologize. I did not get you these verses yet, Brother Nick. Man, we have an awesome media team. Amen. Amen. What a great job they do back there. Judges 15, verses 4 through 5. And then Proverbs chapter 30, verses 15 and 16. I leaned over to uh, Kristen in the back. I told her, is it just me or is this feel like 1999 Christian Life? Or, yeah, Christian Life Church. The presence of the Lord is in this place. And I will worship with any song that they do. But man, I do love those old ones. Wow. The music team did a wonderful job tonight. Judges, I better get to my notes or I'm, I'm never going to get done. And Samson went and caught 300 oxes and took entire strands and turned them tail to tail and put one in the midst between the two tails and he had set them on fire. He let them go and to the standing corn of the enemy and burn up the sh shocks and also the all of the corn, which the vineyards and the olives. Proverbs chapter 30, 15 through 16. Interesting verse that we have here. The horse leech hath two fathers. Everyone say, that's nasty. I don't know what that means, but it's gross. Two daughters crying, Give, give. There are three things that are never satisfied. Yea, four things say not. It is enough. The grave, the barren womb, the earth that is not filled with water, and the fire, everyone say that with me again, and the fire that saith not, it is enough. I promise that if you help me preach tonight, I won't go long. Give me about 25, 30 minutes at, at max. You can count me down. I want to talk to you on a topic that might sound a little odd. But I want you to look at your neighbor and say, excuse me, but I want you to know who I am. 
Now everyone say this as loud as you can. I am tired. Do that again. I am fired. If you believe that, why don't you clap your hands and give God praise one more time. I am fire. Look at your... Now look at another neighbor and tell him, you are fire. Come on, look at him and tell him, you are fire. <laughs> it's okay to have a good time in church. Are you going to help me preach tonight? Come on, are you going to help me preach tonight? All right. If you're going to help me preach, you can be seated in the presence of the Lord. It was August 27th. 2007, in a small town of California, that one of the largest wild fires in the history of this incredible country that we live in was ignited within a small little rural community. It was Horribly tragic at the time. You see, 38,000 acres of land was completely destroyed in a short couple days. 1,900 homes were lost in the fire. And it wasn't only just one, but this one wild fire began a chain of 21 wildfires. And 21 people in that short week and a half passed away to the wildfires. I was reading about it here this evening. And the writer said it was the fire that was mixed with the hot winds of the desert. And it was those hot winds that was mixed with the lack of rain that created a ticking time bomb that was waiting to go off. And when it began, he writes, said everything around it became consumed with the fire. As they began to try to learn what caused this wild fire, they began to look and look to see where it began. And who began the fire that was so very tragic? It led them into a town that's called Agua Dolce, California. That led them into a little house in the middle of a neighborhood. And they learned that this terrible moment within history happened 
because of a young boy. This one pastor. It didn't begin with hundreds of matches. It didn't begin with a gas leak. It didn't begin with any of that. It began with one single match. Because when the ready, when every thing is primed just right, it really doesn't take a lot. All it takes is just one little spark. I want to talk with a couple people in the room tonight who has been praying and consecrating their life in this moment. I want to talk to those who have been asking God that he would light this church on fire once again. I want to talk to those of you who the enemy has lied and has let you know that your consecration does not work. I want to talk to you and let you know tonight that what you are doing is creating the prime atmosphere for something great to happen. I want you to know tonight that if you have the Holy Ghost, that within you, you have the Holy Ghost and fire within your body. And I want you to know that as you pray and as you consecrate, it's just a little bit of wind on the fire that was with that was already within you. I want you to know tonight, don't quit praying and don't quit fasting because you can ignite something. You can ignite something that can turn your church upside down. And now it's time for you and for me to become the place of beginning for a spread of the fire. You want to know why I believe that you can do it? Because you are fire. Because when you have the Holy Ghost, it's something that consumes you. It's something that consumes you from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Let me tell you something tonight. You've got what it takes to make a difference. You've got what it takes to create the culture because, baby, you are fire. I want everybody just to lift your voice and say, I am fire. John the baptizer, he prophesied in the wilderness. He said, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who comes after me that is mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear, he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. John the Baptist has a different idea. 
because the fire is the aftermath of what you have received. Because the Holy Ghost has a way of changing a man. Can I get a witness in the house? It changes who you are. It changes how you walk. It changes how you talk. It changes how you worship. It changes how you pray. Because the Holy Ghost will set you on fire. He prophesied that one was coming who would baptize them with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And we see it happen in the book of Acts chapter 2. I don't even have to read it, but I will just because. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord and in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of a fire. I don't know about you, but in this atmosphere, it's feeling really warm with the Holy Ghost right now. And there appeared to them cloven tongues like as of a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. I'm going to tell you tonight that if you look in the book of Acts, you can see what happens when 120 people catch on fire. Last time I checked, there's more than 120 of us in this room right now. The book of Acts chapter 2, they received the Holy Ghost and caught on fire. Fifteen chapters later, it was written of them. These are they that turned their world upside down. I want you to know tonight that they were just ordinary people. They were no one great. They were no one mighty. But I'm going to tell you what they had. They had the Holy Ghost and they had fire. Let My God, if you want revival in Frankfurt, all you've got to do is catch on fire with the Holy Ghost. And God will take care of the rest. Come on, clap your hands if you believe that right now. If all it took was 17 chapters of the Bible for them to turn their world upside down, I ponder the question here this evening. What kind of mark would this church leave if we would allow ourselves to catch on fire all over again? I'm reminded of the church in the old times, and I'm not that old, but many of you know what I'm about to tell you. We used to get on the organ and the piano, and there would be someone in the microphone that said, I wish somebody's soul would. I wish somebody's soul would burn in with the Holy Ghost. You want to know what my prayer is? That everybody in this room would catch on fire with the Holy Ghost. That we could win the lost. That we could make a difference. 
I wish somebody's soul would catch on fire all over again. I want you to know that if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you don't need to leave here without being baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. It'll change you. It'll change your marriage. It'll change your relationship. It'll change your mind. It'll change your heart. changes your attitude and when you truly catch on fire you really do become the devil's worst nightmare hey I want you to know this tonight did you know that it is the goal of the devil that he would take the whole world into the lake of fire with him but how about we make a goal tonight and we get this world set on fire before he has another minute to grab another soul and pull him into the pit of hell. Hey, because I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost will do it. It will make a difference. Do I have any believers in the house tonight? Yeah. I'm going to tell you what's getting ready to happen in America in the end time. believers are going to catch on fire. How many of you want to be a part of that number? A few believers are going to catch on fire. And what they have will mix with the wind of the Holy Ghost. That's coming from the north, the south, the east, and the west. And because we live in a climate of spiritual thirsty for something. There is no joy in the world. There is no long-lasting pleasure in the world. There is hatred in the world. There is wickedness in the world. And they're thirsty for a drink of the living water. And you and I know what the living water is all about. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you something. We're not going to be able to get it to the world by hanging out in this little building that we're sitting in and contain it to us for and no more. But when you're really set on fire, you want to go to the highways and the byways and the north and the south and the east and the West, and you want to give them a drink from the living water of God. Somebody needs to take a new fire. That's what's going to happen in America. 
opinion of God is what you need to learn. I want it to happen to me. And I want him to use me. The problem is, is that we're waiting on everybody else to do it first. But God... Help us get some leaders that will lead us into revival. Help us to have some leaders who will worship when no one else is worshiping. Help us to have some leaders who will pray when no one else is praying. Help us to have some leaders uh, that will fast when no one else is fasting. I want to I want to ask you tonight, uh, how hungry are you to see the fire of the Holy Ghost in this place? Uh, how hungry are you to see a the fire of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to tell you what we need to meet us at the impact this year, Pastor. We need the fire of God to be dispelled. I want you to know that they can go anywhere in this world. They can attend any church in this world and get a lack of worship and no And God forbid, if we allow ourselves to lose the thing that attracts people into the kingdom of God. We don't need to be a lazy church. We don't need to be a non-worshipping church. We don't need to, we need to be an on-fire church for God. We need to be worshipping when no one else is worshipping because it's who we are. I just don't know if God can touch the person behind me. I need you to know something. I've been with the Lord for 25 years. I love that song. Do you really love the Lord? I do.
of a sudden some more some more flames begin to come up. I want you to know tonight, it might be a few years, it might have been a few years um, until that you've really worshipped the way that you used to worship. But all it takes is for you to allow the Spirit of God to blow the wind. And he'll baptize you all over again with this fire. Does anybody believe what I'm preaching right now? I'm calling someone to revive the fire within you. Revive the fire within you. Let your worship catch on fire. Let your prayer life catch on fire. There's still an ember in your soul. It doesn't matter. I look among this congregation of worshipers that used to be. I look among this congregation of people that knew how to light up a flame. I believe that the wind of God can blow on you and you can light on fire again. I know that you're going through things. I'm not discrediting everything that you're going through. But baby, don't let your fire go out. Don't ignore. You've got to keep it lit in your heart. You've got to keep it lit in your soul. Because I have energy, I worship because he deserves it. 
because I know what he's done in my life. I know what he pulled me from. I know how he turned my life around. I know how he delivered me, set me free. He set me free from anxiety and depression and I don't worship because I feel like it. I worship because he deserves it. Because what he's done for me, that's the least I can do for him. Run, Forrest, run. I'm hoping you get your job because you, you ain't going to be a runner for a living. comfortable. But I'm going to tell you why that we do it, Barrett. Because I believe that what we have is contagious to people. And if I can just worship a little bit more, maybe it'll catch on to the next one. And maybe it'll catch on to the youth group. And maybe it'll catch on to the elders. And maybe it'll catch on to the... Hey, I'm going to tell you something. It's uncomfortable, but baby, if the fire's going to come from anywhere, let it come from me. Let it come from my worship. Let it come from my dance. Is anybody here want to be a worshiper for God? Come on, let's take a praise break right now. Give it everything you got. Hey, I'm contagious. I'm contagious. I'm contagious. That's real cute, a praise. Does anybody got a praise on their lip right now? You want to know why I worship? It's because it's like fire, 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 shut up in my bones.
Pastor, I'm going to tell you what I feel. I'm going to be as honest as ever, I've ever been in this pulpit with the most love I can ever have. I've never seen a church with more leaders who won't lead. I have never in my life seen a church of, there's some of you that everybody around you watches you. And you know it. I want you to know tonight that that is a flesh problem. I'm not trying to be hateful tonight, but I want you to know what would happen if everybody in this room would begin to be a leader in worship, a leader to the prayer room, a leader in response to the preaching. What would happen in this place? What kind of revival would take place? What? Almost done. Everyone's staying with me right now. We would rather wait until everyone else claps. We'd rather wait till everyone else runs the aisles. We would rather wait till everyone else responds to the preaching. We'd rather wait for everyone else to take a lap around the building. So we don't taint our pretty apostolic reputation. We would rather everybody else attend prayer meeting. We would rather wait for everybody else to teach Bible studies. We would rather sit there like a bump on the log because it's not our personality. kind of church that you attend. You. No one else. You. Well, I remember the banner services. Well, they get out and run the aisle. I remember when we had loud prayer rooms. They never miss a prayer meeting. Never. I want to remind you tonight that the kind of church that you go to, it reflects you. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you real, because I deal with more carnality than most of you in this room. And I'll be honest about it. I'm more carnal than half of you in this building right now. But I'm going to tell you what that means. It means that I have to pray more. I have to fast more. I have to put myself on the altar more. Because I'm hateful. And I'm rude. In my spirit is nothing good. But I'm going to tell you, I learned what the answer is to carnality problems. It's a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost in a prayer meeting.
I want to be a part of a loving church. I want to be a part of a church where people can come in that's all kind of messed up and they don't have to worry about us running their name to the ground. I I want to be a part of a church that is unified. I want to be a part of a church that is a worshiping church, a fasting church, a responsive church. And you better believe that the weight is on me right here. And it's on you. What kind of church do you want to have? is one person, one match, one spark, one person who comes in and says, I know I'm going through hell. I know I don't feel like it, but this is the kind of church that I want to be a part of. satisfied with 30 people getting the Holy Ghost. Why? Because there's a fire within me. There's a fire within me. Does anyone know what I'm talking about right now? Is anybody hungry for more? Is anybody not going to be satisfied? So, I ask the question tonight. Is this... Is there anybody in this room who is a fire starter? Is there anybody in this room who is a fire starter? Is there anybody in this room who's going to be... Who's going to be in the prayer room when no one else is there? Is there anybody who's going to clap their hands when no one else is clapping? Is there anybody who's going to dance when no one else is dancing? Is there... Is there anybody who's going to teach a Bible study when no one else is teaching a Bible study? Where are my fire starters at? Where are my fire starters at tonight? Come on, if you're a fire starter, I want you to come. Where are my fire starters? Who's ready to start a fire in this place? Who's ready to change the culture with your praise? Where are my fire starters? Who's ready to do it? Who's ready to go after it? Who's ready to make a difference?
You're waiting on me to lead you. But where's my fire starters? Who's just going to pray now? Who's going to get caught on fire? Who's going to worship? Who's going to lift their voice? Come on. Let God reignite your spirit right now. Let God reignite a fire within you. I want everybody to bury their heads right now somewhere in a place of prayer. I want you to lift your hands and I want you to pray, God, set me on fire. God, set me on fire. God, set me on fire. Set me on fire. Come on, make it your prayer. Set me on fire. Set me on fire. Set me on fire. Help me to worship. Help me to pray. I want you to get real with God right now. I want you to get real with Him. Come on, make that your prayer. Set me on fire again. Set me on fire again. Come on, you can be a conduit. You can be a conduit. You can be a place where the fire can begin. Come on, lift your voice right now. Everybody lift your voice. Everybody lift your voice. What kind of church do you want to have? What kind of church do you want to be? that's it God's doing a work in someone come on God's doing a work right now don't worry about the response God's doing a work in this place someone ought to go after it right now someone ought to go after God with everything you have someone ought to lift your voice with everything you have God make me over again come on lift your voice right now maker? Who's going to be a revival starter? Who's going to teach that Bible study?
to do what I feel right now. Everyone, everyone stop praying. I want you to look up here for just a minute. We're guilty of two things when we pray this way. There are people in here, and listen, I love you to death, and I'm, I'm going to help you tonight. But there are people in here, when you start praying this way, you others that mourn, weeping, mourning for that which you have lost. But I want you to know that it is within you still. How many of you believe that right now? That it's within you. That the embers are within you. So we're going to pray right now. And here's what I want to do. I want everybody, now listen, there are people in here who have lost their fire for God because of things that you are walking through in your life. And I'm not going to be the one who tells you that you're not going through battles. Because everybody goes through battles. But there are times when we lose our victory in the middle of the battle because it gets very dark. And then there's others in here who just over time, it seems like you've lost something. It seems like you've lost that flame. No cause. Maybe you just didn't watch it good enough like you should have. Here's what I want to do tonight. I want everybody in here who would be honest with me. And this is a safe church. Hear me right now. This is a safe church. No one's judging anybody in this room right now. No condemnation is in this room right now. And if you are one who condemns, then you need to walk out the door right now. Because we're going to get honest in between us and God. But if there's people in here tonight that you would be honest and say, Shane, raise your hand as high as you can. No one's judging. No one's looking around. Notice that 90% of the church has their hand raised. And the other 10% are lying. It's true. So, here's what I want to do tonight. I want you, right now, just go link up with a neighbor real quick. I don't care who it is. Link up with someone you can pray with. And we're not going to beg God. We're not going to weep and cry and mourn about what we've lost. But right now, we're just going to get it back. Some of you need to take back everything that the enemy's taken from you. Some of you are, don't have any joy in the kingdom because the enemy has taken it and you allow him to have it. It doesn't belong to him. Your fire doesn't belong to him. So we're going to take it back right now. And we're going to pray. God, from this moment, I'm back. I'm on fire for you. I'm going to do everything I can do for you. I'm going to be a witness like I've never been. I'm going to pray like I've never prayed. Are you ready? Lift your voice right now and pray that in this room. Come on. I'm back, Lord. I know I went through battles, but I'm back. I know I went through storms, but I'm back. I'm not staying down. I'm not going to backslide. I'm back. I'm not going to quit the ministry. I'm back. Come on. I'm back. Come on, 
the church. I'm back. I'm not going to be bitter. I'm back. I'm not going to be angry. I'm back. That's it. That's it. I'm back. I'm coming back with everything I've got. 100% I'm back. I know I walked away from you, God, but I'm back right now. I'm back home. I'm back. Come on, that's it. Some of you, it's time to revive. It's time to revive. Let the wind of the Holy Ghost blow on you right now. Let it blow in your spirit right now. Reignite the flame, oh God. Hey. You need to pray through until you break through right now. You need to pray through until you break through this thing. Pray with everything you've got. Pray with everything you've got. Go, altar workers, pray. Altar workers, go. Altar workers, go. Whoever I've got right now, leadership team, let's pray. I need help. My voice is weak. Come on, team. Come on, team. Come on. Help me now. Help me. Pray through. Pray through. You've got it. We're not going to wait till youth convention. We're going to get it right now. We're going to get it right now. I'm back, baby. I'm a fire. I'm a fire. I'm a fire. Yo soy fuego. Yo soy fuego. Come on, baby. Get your fire back. Get your worship back. Get your praise back. <laughs> 